in a world saturated with podcasts, Two Brothers, One Bible stands out as an intriguing addition to the audio landscape. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> what do you think about that? That's good. I don't have any idea what that means. No, no. Welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. And welcome back to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast coming to you again from Columbia, Tennessee at the New Song Baptist Church. And we would love for, if you're ever in the Columbia area, please stop by and see us. Uh, uh, my name is Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. And we are here today for the verse I've been waiting for. All right. <laughs> because this is the this is one of this is your final Mount Rushmore verse. This is this. This is number four. This is number four. And I have been teasing you. I have a confession here. Uh, okay. I have been teasing you pretty hard about your Mount Rushmore verse. Well, it shocked you. That's <laughs> that's what I think. I it, think so. it shocked you. It did. Because I think of all the verses yeah. of the Bible. There's a bunch. There, There's more than three. <laughs> I just thought I'd let you know. There's, a, there's, there's more than three. Yeah. You picked uh-huh. this one right. as one, always one of your four. So let me review the, four, the other three that you picked. Okay. Okay. We yeah. both picked Psalm 23. We did. Uh, you picked Romans 3, 24 and 25. I, yep. Which is an excellent one. Then the last time uh, we talked about one of yours was Jeremiah four four, right? Which was another a what? little obscure, but it was out of left was, field. It was out of left field, but it was sure. still very very good. Yeah. And then we get to today's right. verse, uh huh. And when I've got to be honest, okay, we <laughs> we send each other emails. Okay, these are my four, right? And and, and I got your four, right? And I looked at that first Samuel and I said, what on earth is yeah. this talking about? So I went and looked it up right then. Well, yeah. I went and looked it up right then and I said, are you kidding? This this is his Mount Rushmore? I can't wait to find out why yeah. that this made it on your list. Now, I'm going to ask you the question. Okay. Are you are you ready to hear it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Hey, Peter. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why uh why first Samuel fifteen verse fourteen is on your Mount Rushmore? Okay. I'll be happy to answer that. Okay, please do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and honestly, you know, for for in fairness, I have kept you in suspense since day one on yes, this. You have because, not told me no, anything about it. I have it. not. You you've you've asked well, you've like you said, you have just teased me you <laughs> said, of all the verses. Why? 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 And I feel terrible about teasing you. Can you tell? No, I okay, can't. It's no, not true. You need I... to work on that. Um <laughs> you know, we, we talked early on that for a Mount Rushmore verse, it it, it has to I think it has to hit a few boxes. Mm-hmm. One, I think it has to help define your theology or your faith. I think it has to be a bedrock verse that you return to or something that reveals our relationship with God. And, and I think a lot of times it's something that comes from childhood. Right. For me, this is a verse that comes from my childhood. Um, something you probably don't know about me is I, I tend to be sarcastic. <laughs> I haven't caught that. Um, yeah, okay. uh, yeah sarcasm, really? That's yeah. part of your DNA? I, I'm shocked. Yeah. Well, and to me, 1 Samuel 15, verse 14, is nothing but pure sarcasm. Okay. 
And yeah. so I remember hearing as a kid the pastor preach this verse, and he got to this verse, and I went, oh, that is classic. <laughs> you know, that's just really good. Right. You know, he he the, the he here is Samuel, who's the prophet, and he just nails Saul with this one question. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's that's why that verse stands out. And, and and it's also a good reminder to me of we can never pull anything over God. But I, I guess we really need to get the the context of we need to go back and and talk about the story. Yeah, that yeah. led up to this verse. Do you want to read the verse first? Yeah, and, and then and then go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, all of you who are listening, when I read this verse, I want your first reaction when you hear that this is on Mount Rushmore. Okay, go ahead. All right. Then what is all that bleeding of sheep and goats and the lowing of cattle I hear? Samuel demanded. <laughs> and I read that, and I said, what on earth is that doing on Mount Rushmore? Yeah. But then I, then I did go back and read the context, and I saw where you were, I saw where you were going. Yeah. So let me kind of give you the, the, the okay. run-up to it. Okay. Sure. So Samuel's the prophet, Saul's the king, and so Saul... Uh, as as King Samuel comes to him and says, "Look, the Lord has a request of you. He he wants you to wipe out the Amalekites." Mm-hmm. Now, you know we we're really not going to delve into this, but a lot of times in the Old Testament we have a hard time with God saying, "Wipe out these people." And and I think that the only place where I can land and and feel comfortable is He knew that in order for the people to be who they needed to be. He needed to remove all these temptations and diversions. Mm-hmm. Same thing's true for us. You know, we, we get a little too close to the fire and we get burned. Right. And God says, well, if the fire wasn't there, you wouldn't get burned. So that's, you know, but it is hard passage to say you're going to kill everybody. And that's what he tells. That's what Samuel tells Saul is just kill everybody. Kill everybody and everything. Everything, you know, the from the top down, all the men, all the women, all the children, all the babies, and then he goes in to kill all the cattle, all the sheep, all the camels, the donkeys, just wipe out everything. Mm-hmm. And so, first off, when we get to verse uh, verse eight, Saul spares the king. Wasn't part of the list. Right. <laughs> Wasn't part of the list, yeah. No, I mean, he was supposed to kill the king, but he... He spared him. Right. And then in verse 9, he, he keeps the best cattle. He keeps the, the fat calves and the lambs, and he says, you know, I'm going to going to hold these out. And, and so in verse 11, kind of a, a shocking verse here, it, it says that God regrets making Saul king. And, and there's a few verses in, in the Old Testament especially that, that we kind of like, ooh, you know, God's changing his mind. Mm-hmm. Or... You know, God God repented. You know, and, and what, you know, again, God's never surprised, but he can be disappointed. Mm-hmm. And so he, he just, I, this is where he's shaking his head at Saul. It's like, why why can't you listen to me? Why can't you obey me? Yeah. You know, and, and God's ways are not our ways, and sometimes we don't understand why. Well, that, that that's true. We don't understand why. And you know, you you mentioned that why the the destruction of the Amalekites. Yeah. Well, that goes back to Exodus chapter seventeen. Really does. And verse fourteen, which I, I discovered in one of my pre study of this. Okay. Uh, 
he he wanted to get back at them for what they did to Israel, right? Because they were the first nation to attack yeah. the Israelites when they came out of Egypt. Yeah, and he told in Exodus seventeen fourteen and sixteen, he told Moses to write this down mm-hmm. that I will utterly re- destroy the Amalekites. Yeah, and then four hundred years later, <laughs> we get this story. Yeah, yeah. So that's the reason why that uh, you know. God promised that he was going to wipe them off the face of the earth. And and he was going to do this, you know, in his own time. Yeah. Which, you know, which he did. And he told he gave the instructions to Saul to completely and utterly destroy them. Right. And uh, and I learned a Hebrew word. Oh, you got one? Good. Um okay, let me see where I wrote that down. Oh the Hebrew the Hebrew verb uh-huh. For utterly destroy. Okay. Is harem. Wow. H H E H E R I M. And it's uh, that verb is used seven times wow. in this one passage. In this one passage. In this, really? in this one okay. story. In this okay. one story. All right. It's used seven times. Wow. So there was no question <laughs> okay. what God wanted Saul to do. Yeah. And then Saul didn't do that, right? And he spared that king for one, and he and he he went on and he saved the best animals for for the. Rest. So I I interrupted you, but I, no, I had that written I'm, down. I wanted. To I'm just... glad you brought that up because, you know, I I like that seven times. You know, he's clear. You know, God, we can confess sometimes. Well, I I, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I think God's usually pretty clear when he speaks. Very good. Yeah. And um, you know, and I, I know for those listening, sometimes they say, "I don't, I don't, under, I don't hear the voice of God." I, I think one of the things that helps us hear the voice of God is being in Scripture, mm-hmm. because you you hear the rhythm of God's voice, mm-hmm. and you know the the boundaries of what His character. I mean, you know, there, there's some things we just know God won't say that because that's not part of His nature, His mm-hmm. character. So I think the more we understand who God is the more we can hear his voice. I'm glad you said that because when you said that in the, in the verses that said, God said, I regret, mm-hmm. um, that's the only way he could actually convey to us because we don't understand everything there is to know about God. But this is how he conveys to us how disappointed he is. Yeah, He knew it was going to happen. Right. But he's just extremely disappointed, and, and that, that's what that regret I think is talking it is. about. It, yeah, remorse, sadness, mm-hmm. uh, disappointment. Right. Yeah, and I, I think it's you know the the picture is God shaking his head and going, I I knew it was coming, but I didn't know it would hurt me this deeply, mm. you know. And so he he says, you know, Saul, this is it. You're you're done. Not only are you done being king, but nobody in your family will be king. I'm going to pick a whole different family. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He really meant what he said. Didn't yeah. He? <laughs> yeah. And then Saul didn't do that. So uh, moving on with our story, uh, what else, uh, what well, happened after that? You know, what happens in verse verse 12, mm-hmm. we get the idea from the motivation. Why did Saul do what he did? And it tells us that he, he sets up a mon- monument that's easy for me to say. <laughs> a monument in his honor. In his not, honor. Not God's honor, but in Saul's honor. Why would you do that? 
Well, ego. Yeah, ego's a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 certainly had one of those. He was a great military man. Oh, he was. He, yeah. knew how, he had all these soldiers. He knew how to organize them. Sure. He knew where to, to lay in wait for them um, to, to make the, the battle plans. He even told uh, one group of people to get out of there because of what you did for us. Yeah. Um, earlier in the story. So uh, we are almost... Oh. We're almost out of time. So we're going to take this into bonus. We're go- another bonus. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to go into another bonus episode. Okay. Uh, and talk about this because we haven't even hit the, the verse yet. We really haven't. We, no. we, we're leading up to it. It's really going to be good. Yeah. And I guess for those listening, this is what I've put Robert through for about two months now. <laughs> Is why? Yes. Why? why did you pick this verse? Why <laughs> did you pick this one? We gotta know. We gotta know. So we're going to we're gonna because we're almost out of time. We're gonna stop it here. Okay. And then we'll come into bonus coverage. All right. On this particular verse, First Samuel fifteen, fourteen, and and I think I know one of the reasons why you picked this is the word bleating. Yeah. <laughs> Who don't love that word? <laughs> So we're going to get into that word, and we're going to get into much more on our next episode of Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. My name is Robert Wakefield. My name is Peter Searson. And we really appreciate you listening to us. And tell all your friends, and uh, please subscribe to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and God bless. Thank you for listening to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We want to encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and be sure and tell a friend.